Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Flank. I am joined by the human turret, the MVP, the world champ, Sam LaRue, a.k.a. Octane. We got the analytical mind himself, the world champ, Christopher Duarte, a.k.a. Parasite. We got the multi-world champion, multi-champion legend, icon to the Call of Duty space, Patrick Price, a.k.a. Aches. And then, of course, we got the one and only, the executive producer, Mr. Benjay Nassim. Ladies and gentlemen, give yourselves a round of applause for the cast of the flank. It's been an absolute pleasure. Guys, how we doing today, man? Matches today were absolute fucking dog shit. And also, <laughs> um, there was a lot of delays. A lot of delays. It was bad, guys. How we doing? Yeah, time torching was uh, pretty real today. I wouldn't say all the matches were bad. I think the last match was definitely a tricky one, and we'll get to there <laughs> at the end of the show. But, yeah. man, has it been never been more clear that there are four really good teams in the CDL, and then it is everybody else. very top-heavy. Very top-heavy. I mean, we, we predicted this going into the year, to be fair. Oh, 100%. Look, looking at the rosters. Last year. The champs last year. Yeah, and uh, I, I definitely think... Listen, I wouldn't be surprised if people make changes before Major 1, but if they don't make changes, we're definitely going to see a lot of them after Major 1, for sure. And we'll, we'll kind of go through the teams and, and talk about that. But how are you guys doing, man? Pat, what's going on with you, man? You doing all right? Yes, sir. Um, man, I, I'll be honest. I, I was watching the, the first game today, the Face Vegas game. Uh -huh. I, I fell asleep during it, Tom. No bullshit. Oh, shit. I, I was laying in bed Damn. on my phone watching it and, and woke up, and Damn. the series is over. You passed out, uh, Slay. You yeah, passed out. Just, yeah. Yeah, it'd be like that, man, especially with the delays today. Sam, how are you, bro? You've been tuning I'm in. Good. You were losing full until you ate. Yeah, Dallas got slams. Uh, LAT got slams. It's not a good day for, for the teams that I enjoy watching at oh, all. Um, yeah, a lot of delays today. It was a weird, weird one for sure. Yeah. Uh, Chris, yourself, you doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing good, but it's uh, just intriguing uh, just looking back at how the year started and how things have developed, at least until this point. Some of the teams that you probably didn't expect to be any decent and probably get washed. Some of the teams that are, you know, actually at least somewhat competitive, like I'm thinking Seattle and like LAG, I think a lot of those teams were kind of just like whenever looking at the rosters, but um, then you got the other rosters who are just kind of like were rated a little bit highly and they're not giving a shit. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah, not giving sucks. us anything. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, ben, yourself, before we, uh, we move on and get this thing uh -huh. going. Uh, you know, the usual sports update. Watch Tottenham get to a 2-2 draw today. That was nice. They had six players out. Yeah. And then, the, and then unfortunately, all weekend, man, the football all weekend has just been blowout, blowout, blowout. Damn. So that's that's tough. It's just, it just honestly between esports and sports, like it's just been no dope. I'm gonna be, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and with the uh, with some dopeless uh, games in COD and stuff like that, we're gonna give our thoughts. We're gonna go through each series, and then after the fact, we are going to join the Discord and we are going to talk to some of y'all. I'm gonna do some community questions with you guys today. Uh, I know we did this on one of our shows uh, the last time we had COD. We did it on the Sunday, so it would be uh, it would be nice if we did it again. I know a lot of people really liked when when we talked to you guys, the community. So. We're going to do that. We're going to lock in, and uh, we're going to have a good show. Let's get into it. The first series of the day, we have Atlanta Phase going up against the Vegas Legion. And, I mean, there's the box score right there. There's there's the scores. Quake 3-0. Um, I mean, this was something light for Atlanta Phase. I mean, Sam, why don't you start us off? What were your thoughts in this series? <laughs> what, are thought, what are your thoughts on map one that we didn't see? Uh, yeah, also, yeah. we so, didn't see uh, map one, and there was so some we were getting uh, map one updates via Christopher Crowder from ASUM. 
<laughs> so map one was actually not streamed. Uh, apparently it was good. 225, 250. Don't know a single thing that happened in the map, but uh, I mean, this is a 3 0 for phase. Yeah. Uh, we skipped the prediction for well, it Chris yesterday. Chris was giving exactly us updates. He was giving us updates. That was the only map yeah. that was close. So the only good map of the series we didn't get to see. And then the other two Classic, maps were just complete blowouts. Classic tweeted that apparently Drowsy got a four piece for the dub. And the scoreline, at least, not the scoreline, but the uh, like his kill death and all that stuff kind of reflected it. Um, this whole series just had his face stamped all over it. Yeah. Um, I know it's Vegas, um, and they're, they haven't been the best. However, uh, I don't think we've had a phase fourth, you know, for a long time that is probably capable of being as good as Zach is when he's on point. Mm -hmm. And I know it's just, like I said, a Vegas game, but that's kind of scary for the rest of the league because we've seen Simp, um, how good he is. Selium, obviously, Mr. Con Consistent. Abizi puts on a lot of pressure, but Drazza's had his um, shining moments, uh, and he's just a tough player, and he's a grinder, so... Um, you know, it's going to be scary to watch these guys at events, man. Yeah, I mean, Pat, you see the score line, you see the stat sheet. I mean, what are your thoughts uh, on the series as a whole? Vegas just stands no chance anytime <laughs> they play this team. Uh, but Chris, going to your point um, about Draza, like this was also in the offseason why like I really like the NYSL change because, um, again, like these top teams were making changes and improving and, you know, it kind of reiterates that the NYSL change you see with Sib is kind of the same thing. Like, they brought in a guy who has takeover potential, um, not just, like, filling a role for them. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, it's, it makes it even more exciting for these top dog teams um, for when they'll actually, whenever they'll finally get a series for them to match up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and looking at the stat sheet too, it wasn't pretty. I mean, Vegas has just been having a real hard time. And even even just seeing their faces, like, after the series... Um, this is just a, a team now that I, I just can't imagine the the vibe and the culture and you know just the just the energy with the squad can be good right now. I'm sure they're just down in the dumps. I mean, Sam. I mean, all you guys have played, right? I mean, Ben, you you've been behind the scenes with with some of our teams at some events. I mean, listen, when you're not winning matches like this and you're kind of on just an L streak, streak after like loss after loss after loss, could take a toll on the mental, man. Could definitely take a toll on the mental. So. Not really too sure what's next for Vegas. I don't think they're going to make any changes going into Major 1, but they've definitely been really struggling, man. And uh, it sucks because they've been competing in some of these maps, e even with some of these top teams, but they're just not closing series. They're not getting anything done. So. I mean, but Tom, but they're also not winning. Like, yeah, true. They had two series, including the one that we talked about yesterday. They could have closed out. Yeah. But after today, they're 0-6 in control. Like, you're not winning... And beating anybody good if you can't win map three. But what do you think their life. biggest problem is when it comes to control? Why can't they win a control? I mean, kills like yeah. they just don't, their team just doesn't like scream discipline to me. I mean, it's the one game. It's the one game mode where I feel like you just get punished like way harder than everything else for just terrible plays. And it's mm -hmm. not like a straightforward game mode. Um, it's 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 very dynamic in the way you want to play. It's a lot of situational like plays and reading and. They probably just, you know, they get outplayed. That yeah. is what it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, if anybody has any other final thoughts about Vegas or FaZe or anything about this series, I mean, this series was was a wash. So if you FaZe guys is like, bro. Yeah. Uh, they're the only, I mean, they're the only top four team that hasn't had a moment where we're like, oh, oh they can maybe lose this. Like, New York arguably had one. Optic had to reverse sweep. Like, there's... Faze just got like, bro. Definitely These think Faze has no room for hasn't lost their stare the at favorite. all. Faze at Vegas have played thirteen times, and Faze have won all thirteen times in the history of the CDL.
Okay. It's like the number one team against like the worst team, like statistically in the entire league over the couple of years. I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, look at Draza too. He had a great day today. 1.52, 10,000 damage. I mean, that's phenomenal. I mean, we know Simp <laughs> has been kind of been like that guy for these, for, for them, but I feel like at any moment, any one of these guys can turn up. And I think that's, that's the beauty of Atlanta phase, right? Like if somebody's having a bad day or having an off day, there's somebody else right there that can kind of pick up the slack. Um, but, uh, you know, there's not much slack to pick up with this roster. They've just all been frying on four cylinders. Uh, Chris, Ben, Pat, anything uh, uh, left in the series about FaZe, Vegas, any of these guys? No. No. I, I think I think for FaZe, we saw, you know, we didn't really talk about the vetoes because obviously we didn't really see them on, on stream. Like, they are definitely trying to run out the maps they haven't played yet in a competitive match and get them in a series. And the only maps remaining that they haven't played, they haven't played a Terminal Search and played a skid row hard point yet i don't believe yeah. so those um one of those was in this series i assume coming up next against carolina next week they're going to try and play one or both uh but phase will have a top seed uh having won five straight this season that's good work let's move on to the next series uh next series we had tj haley coming in for the carolina royal ravens he's on the 14-day contract uh, obviously, Real, he was having some visa issues, so he's coming in from Carolina. But, unfortunately, they were not able to win a map today as they fall 3-0 short to the Minnesota Rocker. You see the maps there. I mean, the hard point, the control, they were close. Control went to an overtime. When doesn't the invasion control go to an overtime? Uh, Minnesota Rocker, they came out. Lamar had a great couple maps here. The first couple maps, Lamar was really kicking up for, for Minnesota Rocker. Um, but at the end of the day, Carolina continues to struggle. I think uh, the the woes from some of the guys on the team, like Goddard another .65 from him. Everybody negative uh, except for Gwyn, who honestly looked like he needed a little bit of help today. TJ had some moments where where he was going crazy, but um, I think Gwyn's a good player. I think I think Carolina Ravens they they got players that can shoot. I just don't think they're meshing at all right now. I know a lot of you guys had Carolina in your predictions, Pat, Chris. Um, Ben, I, I think most of you guys had Carolina. Uh, Sam, you definitely had Carolina. You had TJ. Uh, Tom, up let's lay out how it is with this Carolina team, bro. Okay. They won. They won three maps this year, and they've all been in one series. Like, I, I just think at this point, if you're this Carolina team, you got Phase and Thieves coming up next. I, I mm. think if any team should try and jump the line of roster changes, it should be this one because whatever they have right now, even with Rayal getting his visa thing sorted, it's just not going to work. I, I think they really need to think about potentially making one change before major one seeing if it works and make another or making two before mm. because i think a lot of teams are gonna make changes and they're clearly getting well, ben. Last of this tournament. Get make, ben, make sure and make sure you have some context here remember clay came uh, on the show before even though they've uh, lost 3-0 every single time does not mean it hasn't been close remember make sure make sure we're giving context get goderick's out <laughs> Period. That's what Clay said. That's not what I said. He's not playing good. No, no, he no, hasn't no. been good this entire time. Mm -hmm. You know, the whole time he's been, you know, playing with this team. As far as like the Real situation, obviously, I don't know how much faith they have in the fact that he'll come back. Obviously, dealing with um, whatever he's dealing with, and you know, potentially be a game changer. But Goderex I think they know he's is... coming back, Chris. I think they know he know, is coming know, back. But what I'm saying is, just Goderex is he's got to go, bro. It's it is what it is. I don't Who? think I don't think he's like. His gameplay, like his style of gameplay is justifiable for the way he's playing. Like you could maybe like make that argument for certain players when they put up like bad stat lines. It's like, oh, you know, they go in first. They do all this stuff. But like, I mean, slow. I disagree. Though. I mean, you have he's, he's not like who's the main AR on the team? Who's the main? 
Like, who's supposed to be like that one? So, is it God or X? Is it Clay? Like, who no, is it? It's, it's Clay. Supposed be... It's supposed to be Clay. I'm that's what I'm it's saying. Supposed to... Clay's well, been doing that for be over a like... decade. That's that's what I'm saying. Like, it's just. I mean, it's just not. It's not even just on God or X in in him just being slow. It's also just like a mix of players. Like, I just don't think the play Bro, styles are honest, at mixing up well. Like, I'm I'm gonna be honest, Clay. He might be a main AR, but that guy plays like a lunatic. Like that guy doesn't just like camp. Like he doesn't play slow. 100%. He plays very loose. That's just how his gameplay style is. It's like a lot of people like to look at him as like an older player, but he's a fast mm -hmm. AR player the way he plays. Yeah, but he's if you slow. have people around Clay, like a flex that 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 has more pace to him, that's that isn't afraid to just chow and go, and you have two sub players on top of that. I mean. Clay thrives in, in those environments. The goal is to make Clay your slowest player. Like, that's what you want. Like, you still want your main AR to still get aggressive at times. I actually really like that about Clay, that he's not afraid to, to, to get in the mix and get active as an AR player. Like, I feel like that's I mean, important. This is a little off topic, but I think, like, the AR dynamic of, uh, like, New York is probably some of the best AR dynamic we have right now. Like, Sib and Skies are both, like, damn, like really aggressive in the way they play. Skies may be a little bit slower at times with the way he positions himself. But again, I think they pointed it out in the broadcast today, how those two like to get in the mix and they don't give a fuck if they have an AR. They have to get Skies is aggressive? He's he's more aggressive than some other quote-unquote main AR players you would put in that role. I'm saying I like their dynamic. A point is, um, Godrex is the odd man out here. Um, I don't think you get rid of Clay. Um, and Real, obviously, he's dealing with shit. So, I mean, it depends on how much stock you really put into him coming back and um, whether you even keep them, but I mean, I get rid of chance. all of them except Gwen. Um, even when Rial comes back, God Rex needs to go, bro. Like, plain simple, like, I can't sugarcoat it anymore. I can't, like, justify it. It's just hit it as what it is. Like, he, his gameplay, his play style does not just justify the statistics he's putting up and the results he's putting up for his team, period. Like, yeah, he's, he's, he's uh, like I said, I, I think you've got to think about picking up an AR this week and in some practice with it and going. I just think waiting until major one, you're putting potentially too many CDL points at risk here. Like, at least try and do something. Could you imagine TJ? if we got the Gwyn guys, bro? Like, I know Goddard was on that, but like, we got Linz and Abuza on this squad, like we should have. Yeah, it would have been like crazy a, with like a decent veteran that uh, could like help them kind of mesh. Yeah, but yeah, you, might, you might have been, been on, you might have been on to some Pat. Yeah, never wrongs as early. I mean, there was also other options. I think there was other. They were looking at a lot of people. Clay, there was a period of time where Clay was looking at who to pick up as for for a sub, like the two subs for for a while. Who, um, who did they? Uh, speaking of sub, who did they sign? Like, who's their actual substitute? I don't think they have one. Yeah, I don't think they have one. Is it not a league rule anymore to, ha to have yeah, one? Yeah, but everybody's, everybody's just making their coach to sub now, you know, to not have to pay. Tom, where can I send you coins. one? Uh, you can send them uh, in the Flank Production DM on Twitter. I'll just okay. hide my screen and pull them up. Well, I, I, I just think, look, like, they obviously gave Goddard a chance. Like, you know, he played really well last year, and it hasn't worked out, and they got to now adapt. Because I, I, I got a I, question. As I, as I said earlier, like, they won three maps. It was in one series. You played five we, so far. Like, do we think Goddard is facing kind of the same issue that awakening is mm. i'm just saying like think, oh, right link. think about the i mean like i've played god in the past i was a sound whore i'm be the one to say it um, now that I'm we're saying, getting rid of like you know we're having dead silence on the map we're having pound dq gone i want to agree with you just for the memes but he was really good in cold war and challengers i just think he's just not um just not good enough in like the league right now, or maybe it's the game or it's the team. He's probably he's he's probably not that bad of a player. I'm sure if he goes back to challengers, he'll find himself in a good situation. He'll play well. I think the team, you know, the environment of the league, et cetera, et cetera. It's just not meant for him. It's not like 
regardless if you think he might be talented enough to play in the league on another team, there's no room for him. So naturally, he would go back down to challengers. It is what it is. Like, just he, he's not going to fit on this roster. Um, I don't think there's a world where he fits on this roster. Regardless, just get him out. Like, it I is what it is. I definitely think it was probably maybe like a confidence thing, maybe too. Like when you, Wait, when you, you can just tell him the gameplay, man. When, when you go a, from challengers to professional, it's a, it's a lot faster. The game's played a lot faster, I feel, like at a, at a pro level. Like, I just feel like it's it's... Well, I don't want to say fast in terms of when I say fast, I don't mean people just running more like decision making, you know, like the, the pro teams are like, they're really quick with yeah. their decisions. They're really quick, quick on their positioning around the map. Like they'll beat you to your spots. Like, I just think it's a different pace. And I mean, God, just hasn't, hasn't found any rhythm or like any momentum. Gameplay the wise, the biggest thing you'll notice um, when it comes to challengers in the pro league is like how pros take space. The, the like, the, the 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 fact that they can measure how much distance they can cover on the map before they encounter um <coughs> like resilience sorry <coughs> you good bro it's done. you're all right bro let it out man let it all out um but basically that's like the big difference maker and i feel like he doesn't have that like uh in his gameplay yet oh my mm -hmm. god what is wrong with me well I'm, i you say yeah but this was a part i mean i know there were other internal factors as to why he fell off the team in minnesota but also the reduction of speed and engagements also kind of forced him off that team when COVID hit him on our 2019. And it doesn't seem like he's gotten to the pro in this sort of second stint that he solved that. So I, I don't know. I think, I think again, they just, they, I, I don't see what waiting a week and a half does at this point. I think they just got to move on, figure it out, find someone out before major one. What do you have to lose? Mm. Yeah, I mean, who would you who would you pick? You probably try and grab somebody from challenges, no Ben? Just probably try and dip down there. If they're trying to get an AR, yeah, you're talking like a like a, a Brack type situation, like another. So ARs are playing really solid. Like Fell's been playing pretty good. Mm. I mean, he's got a lot of listen, I could see Fell could be a good a fit. Of, a lot of connection with players on this team, and it seems like they're circling the wagon with some people. So like yeah. you know, I could see it. And uh, then, we we can say here just name all the ARs and challengers. People were naming European ones in the chat. I just don't think they could bring in a Euro AR this quickly due to visa issues. Not possible. Yeah, they're right probably time. gonna stay away from that. But no, I was gonna say in, on the other side, the Minnesota Rocker. I mean, obviously they they played Carolina today. I thought Linz had some some moments today. Like when you watch Linz, he he's a very good player, bro. In terms of just like mechanic, like his mechanics, you know, like mechanically he's he's gifted, bro. He's very talented. There was there's that little spree he had in, on Invasion. I don't know if you guys remember it when he was just going on an absolute tear. Um, yeah. But he he impressed me. There was a lot of moments today where he was really impressing me. Uh, and then I thought Lamar played good today. The first couple maps, Lamar went crazy. I think he struggled in the map three, but it didn't really matter too much. Um, because they got the W anyway. All so around, it was a good Sam. team. It was a good team. Up, w. Is that a burger rank? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> He's ranked a burger. Oh, no, what is that? But, but here, yeah, what yeah, Sam linked yeah. in, the, in the link? But, but Tom, let's lay it on the <laughs> rocker. I thought, I, I thought they did what they needed to do against a team with a substitute today, um, and finally got a win on the board. Even though like all two of the three maps were close, but they got to continue to work and improve on things. Because they still kind of, if they win against LAG or and Seattle, or they win against LAG and certain tiebreakers go their way, they do still have a chance to get in it. Um, this is finally getting one on the board. I think if they can improve their search, uh, run out a few things in control, I actually think they could maybe sneak in. Maybe. We'll see. Mm -hmm. Big Wig's got to play better, though. Once again, another series where I think he was like the worst player on his team, and he needs to step it up. Now, Big Wake has been, a, has been a surprise to me, man. I feel like Big Wake has... Uh... I just feel like he's a lot better than what he's been showing, you know. Like I, I've, we know Big Wake, like we know he's a very talented player. I mean, I I know you guys are gonna bring up the sound EQ and all the sound whoring stuff, but even back in like Cold War and stuff like that. I mean, Sam, you said that Cold War that there was sound EQ. I didn't know about yeah. it back then. Um, 
But he was always just like a really good S and D player, just like a, a a main slayer. Like he was a slayer for he was like a superstar slayer, right? Like yeah. that was his role. And it just seemed like he's having a hard time just getting the groove in his game or just trying to find his spots and get kills. He's just not getting kills like he used to. I'm not really too sure what it is. I don't know if it's like a team bro, atmosphere I, type of thing or I'm telling if it's you just it's him. the game, bro. I'm telling you it's the game. I don't Wake was I, I if I if I remember this correctly, I don't remember Wake. And like even that Florida roster, like getting better, like upset potential wise until later in the year. Mm. And that was back when the game actually changed from like M4 meta to like Craig and sub meta, like more defined roles. I'm telling you, that guy stems from the fact that everybody can kill him because he's one of those players that is very like he's like a he's like one of those air players that is um mechanically talented. So mm. when like he's like put in those positions where he can like farm, he can farm. But, like, at right now, everyone's shooting back because they all have the same weapon. They can all kill him off the heady. They can all, like, fight, hit, fight back on him on positions. He stems from that that play style where he's really good at farming players that have no chance, like subs. Yeah. Like, if he gets into a position and subs have no chance, he's going to kill them every single time. But when everyone has an AR, he's getting team-shotted. He can't just, like, abuse positioning, etc. Um, He's not going to play as good as he did in other games. It's, These it's, teams are also mirrors of each other, by the way. They have, like, a rookie that's playing well for the situation they're in an underperforming flex arguably the worst player on their team they have a veteran main and then like their second sub who's just like kind of there yeah <laughs> they, just they, literally they just the mirror same. copies of each other yeah um but yeah minnesota they get the w here against carolina today it was a, it was a good win for them any any thoughts on minnesota like pat chris ben you guys got any thoughts on a rocker um, no like I still, got, like, I still got, like, nothing crazy, like, good to say about them. I mean, like, they did what they had to do, like Ben said. They beat a team yeah. with a sub. It's a series that they um, should they have won. They showed some light. Um, yeah, I mean, we called out Linz being pretty damn good. Same with, like, Abuza. Same with Gwyn. Like, all these players are stuck on teams that, um, at some points, might be selling them in terms of, like, how good they could potentially be. But, I mean, as for, selling as for them. Ravens, like, what you, like, selling them in terms of, like, how, like, well they can perform. Like, well, I thought like, you meant, like, never mind. You know, but anyways... Point is, um, yeah, mirrors of each other, and uh, I don't got much to say about Rocker. Um, okay. Bro, they did what they had to do. This is my problem, man. I'm tired of these good players getting on these shit teams and then us not seeing, you know, what their potential could be. Like, this is my problem with the Gwyn guys not forming. Like, we had a chance to have, like, a, a goaded rookie lineup, right? Instead, all these rookies are just on bad teams, even though they're good, and then... It's just a waste. Like, like I'm sorry. It doesn't matter. Gwyn could be better than Simp. And if he's on the Ravens, it won't matter. Same for Linz. He's on the Rocker. It won't matter. Um, I, I feel like we're just in a... Especially now, like, where the top four is so stacked. Like, I feel like whoever, whatever org you are, you have to stack the talent. Like, or you just stand no chance. Like, yeah. putting... I, I just feel like we're past the days of, like needing these like mid-tier veteran roster construction yeah just put yeah. the put the put all the good players on a team like if it's they're veterans or whatever they are like bro. Let them these team out, bro. these players should be wanting to team up like i don't that's what i that's what i can't fathom like why are the players not also wanting to team up like if i'm yeah. gwyn and if if the opportunity exists like i'm trying to go to Linz and go to abuza for example or just any of these players and like before like the finding happens together. yeah be like yo we're a trio we're a, you know whatever um instead they just get picked one by one go to these shit teams with these bad franchises that put these horrible rosters together and then it's just wasted and not only is it wasted for themselves i mean it's wasted opportunity for for viewers because now we have 
a pretty stale league. Like, I mean, we have the four teams and that's it. And the yeah. rest of these guys, we, we know they suck. And we're basically praying for roster changes. Tom, you said it before. You're hoping it blows up before the event, maybe yeah. after. Like, It should uh, for some of these teams. Because I yeah, no, Ben I totally said it, agree. Ben, you had said this. But, I mean, it's just you don't want to dig yourself too much of a hole. Like, if you can already see it going south now, why, why stay in it any longer? You're going to go to the major. You're going to get slammed even more. It's, it's just... You're just gonna dig even further and further and further down. You know, it's just some of these guys need to change. But Pat, I agree with you. And also, Pat, to go back to your point, has a team ever picked up just a group of rookies? Have they done that? Has that ever been done? Not the good ones. They've like tried it with like random challenger squads, like yeah, the LG full pickup. But like yeah. I'm talking about like having like this, all the Superstar best stars best of each like, one. Yeah, 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 like yeah, the yeah, ones yeah. who are gonna I don't get. Think that's picked. ever been done before, which could work. Really yeah, and the, players, the and the players should be wanting to team up. Like, if, bro, if I'm in challengers, right, and I'm like, damn, like, that's the other best guy in challengers, and that's the other, like, I'm wanting to play with those guys. Like, I'm yeah. wanting to make a pack and, and go to the league together because we yeah. know we have the opportunity. Not like, damn, like, I'm nice, but I'm going to go team up with this shit team in the in the pro league. <laughs> they just with all get these... convinced, bro. They just see, like, yeah, the veterans yeah, coming to them. Yeah, they just yeah. get finessed. Yeah, but, but to be fair, a lot of the time, the veterans are the ones that get the power with the with the roster construction. That's also yeah. a problem. Like, that these dog shit issue, players yeah. are, have the most control in the org. It, it, I mean, it's not, hey, it's not even just this, the players. Just dog shit coaches have power. Like, it's the same thing. It's, it's yeah. a... It's a top, or it's a problem top to bottom. Not and, just and, and I know people. when I was competing, like a lot of these organizations valued brand, like brands a lot. You know, like how big somebody's brand was and stuff like that. But some of these organizations just need to learn how to. Doesn't really matter who's on your team. They just need to learn how to make a brand, regardless of who's on the team. I actually feel like it could be pretty brandable if you do get a bunch of all stars from a challengers, right, or get all, like all the best amateurs and put them on a team. I feel like that's really easy to brand and, and stuff like that. But sometimes, you know how these franchises get. Like, they want to make money, right? So maybe some of that's weighing in as well. I mean, I really don't know. But, like, I, 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 I mean, like, look at the environment what? we're in. What are they making money by Nothing. having a big brand player Nothing. right now? I'm just like, telling you how I, they that think. That argument maybe mattered before, but, yeah, now I just feel like it's so irrelevant. Like, yeah. dude, the, these players, think about it. Most of these teams are cycling players year after year. Like, having a big name, let's use Clayton, for example, Having a big name player on your org, like for the Carolina, what is that really going to do for that org? Like, well, there are spe there are special cases that you're you're talking about Clay. Like Clay actually legitimately has a brand, but like, but what bro, is he going to sell? What's that selling okay, for Carolina on, on, though? Is my me, question. Finish, it's not every, anymore. Every other franchise, you're said like like Tom said, uh, like they might like the brand. I wasn't like, talking brands? about Clay in particular. I'm I, just I, I use Clay because he's the biggest what one. What I'm saying yeah. is like, what brand? What brand do these players have? Most of them don't fucking stream. They don't upload YouTube videos. Some of them don't even fucking tweet. Right? Like, what brand? What, what are we talking about here? Are some Twitter followers that that like what the fuck are we talking about? So like that 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 shit should be out the window. Anybody in the CDL that's looking at that is just like is just lost. Like Pat said, get the best players and put them on the same team. Even that's if how you build young, a brand is fucking winning. Even if they're young, yeah. like Playing let well. them figure it out. Okay, they might not necessarily have the intangibles, or maybe you just don't know they have it because they've never been they've never been put in a situation where they've had to like use them or develop them. Right? They've been stuck with playing with you know maybe people that have been mentoring them. But once they get out of that situation, they get onto a pro team and they actually are in that fight or flight mode. Well, maybe you'll see fucking greatness. Like at the end of the day, pick up the most talented players. Period. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree, but. Let's move on. Unless anybody has anything else, any final words, guys, before we move on to the next series? Any final thoughts? Nope. Okay. Phenomenal. No. Let's move on. We got the New York Subliners going up against the Los Angeles 
Thieves. Uh, this was a 3-1 victory in favor of New York. Um, I thought it was going to be a 3-0, especially after the map two. Uh, and then LA Thieves, they were able to snag a control in there. Before, Yet another invasion. <laughs> yeah, another invasion control from the LA Thieves. But LA Thieves, they find themselves 1-5 in five in the CDL, and they fall to New York. One thing I want to say about New York right off the bat, I mean, we could take a look at his stats, but Dante has been literally insane. Bro, Sib has been crazy for these. Bro, he has been going nuts for the New York Sublines. And I know a lot of people uh, were, were critiquing the change, including myself. I critique the change a lot just because they won three events and won the world championship. But there's not much you can say if Dante keeps going out here and just dropping bombs like this and they continue to find dubs and continue to do what they're doing. I mean, clearly, the change didn't affect them in a negative way. <laughs> clearly, they're still a very strong team, and Dante's been really good for these guys. So... Um, so far, so good for the New York Subliners. I mean, Sam, we'll start with you. What were your thoughts on the series? Uh, I was surprised it wasn't a 3-0, as bad as it sounds like. This uh, is your squad. Sam, this is your squad, man. Why are they getting yeah, shit on, man? It's not going I mean, Bro, they can't get any kills. There's no, they can't get there's, kills. There's no trays. There's no pieces. There's no kills. Like They're just getting literally outclassed. Well, look and, at what you put in the chat, Sam. They're yeah, all the three, yeah, they're like bottom three of the bottom ten. ten That's bad. That's what I'm saying, bro. There's bad. just nothing. There's no, there's no kills at all. And <laughs> they just, if they get off of invasion, it's doomed. The thing that's crazy to me, though, that blows my mind is in a game where you get so many guarantees, like I'll call them guaranteed kills because um, of like setups, hills, rotations, head glitches. Like, how the fuck do you not get kills? Because that they scam. Me, LAT scams so much, Chris. Exactly. That tells me that their issue isn't that they necessarily can't shoot their gun. It's that they're just not like doing things as a team, not putting themselves in favorable positions, not rotating, uh, et cetera, et cetera. It comes down to... The same problem that Boston has. They just can't mesh. They have different ideologies on how they want to play the game. And their communication in terms of how they want to accomplish certain things is probably just not, like, cohesive at all. So, yeah. I don't know mm -hmm. how they fix that. Go ahead, so, Ben. I mean, I agree with what was said in here. Like, the, the fact of the matter is it doesn't matter how your prep work is. Like, if we're just losing solo gunfights on rotation, solo gunfights where the entry guy's getting killed and we're just to get closed on trades 4v3 like it's just never going to work out in respawn that's why they're probably the worst hardpoint team in the game right now i just a tough problem to fix like is it a confidence thing are we just not playing the right spots like we're we not playing off from information well i'm just not really sure the particulars of why this team is just the worst lane team in the league mm -hmm. i mean they definitely really be struggling in the slaying department man it i just feel like it's also just a culture chemistry thing like I don't know. I thought it was weird that Tony said what he said uh, yesterday, and then Cap obviously had had something to say about that. But um, I, it's just why would Tony just randomly say that? You know, like there was probably something going on within the camp. I don't know what. Probably I. I really don't know. Like at the end of the day, I have no fucking idea after what Cap said. Um, but it definitely seems like there's just a problem within the camp, and I don't know what it is. I'm not really too sure why they're not meshing. Because, like, some of these games, it's not even the fact that they're losing and it's not they're not getting kills. It's even just the situations that they're putting themselves in and the way that they're playing certain scenarios. Like, even in the Search and Destroy, like, there was just some rounds. Like, one round I remember in particular from the watch party is when the, it, the bomb was down, they had a defuse in a 2v1, and instead of one guy hopping and somebody looking over him, they both just chased down Caesar Skies who's on a head glitch, just jumping up and down behind a dumpster. He just two pieces, both of them. And it's like, just like little decision-making, like little stuff like that. Like, I don't know if this team has a leader. Like, I don't know if there's anybody trying to get these guys on the same page. I just don't know if I believe in the culture as, uh, of the squad, the, the synergy, and, and, the energy. And, 
And the issue, Tom, is your map pool is tiny. Sam alluded to it earlier. They're five and four in Beijing. What the record is on every other map? <clears throat> one, one in whatever and the rest 11. is. If you triple veto invasion, they're not going to win a map. Bro, like <laughs> five hard point losses in a row. Oh man, it's it's triple veto invasion. You have an unreal chance to three out. I, I, I will I will say for thieves this: the last matches at Carolina, I think there's a way that they can win that, and then you take that momentum and you take it one match at a time. In losers bracket at major one, if they could somehow salvage like a top eight or a top six out of this event, I think like you take that. But the, the slaying issue, like the lack of depth in your map pool, like they got a lot of shit to figure it out. It is wild like, that they're dead just... last right now in the league. I didn't expect them to be dead last. Yeah, it's crazy. Not Especially with like the, it seemed like early, like early season scrims and like just behind the scenes, everyone was so high on them, and then the league started, and it's just been a downward spiral. Bro, you want hilarious? You're like, yeah, they're gonna play Carolina. Like poor Carolina, bro. It's like we have teams that are absolutely <laughs> world's worst it seems, and but they're like, oh, they'll play Carolina, they'll be okay. Like what? that's not even like a convincing series, bro. Like I'm not, I'm not just picking <laughs> LAT three zero. You know what I mean? Like that could yeah. be a fucking grueler game five for all we know. Yeah. Like that is yeah, not good. <laughs> Yeah, Could look be. at a bulldog again. 0.89, but with almost fifteen thousand damage. Like, it, 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 bro, I feel like the bulldog stats never actually show what he's actually doing on the map. Like the little things that he's actually doing. He he he's an animal. But yeah, thieves they continue to struggle. New York look really good. Um, unless anybody, Chris, Pat, you guys have anything to say about thieves? New York, any of these guys? I've been super impressed with New York. Dante is Hemi, bro. Yeah. It's Hemi. Like Dante usually, Hemi. usually it's like you you hear those like uh people like potentially being injured and you're scared for him and well if he came back it was like no nah, I'm good just fries I, 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 I think he's making a strong case for major one MVP right now like yeah it's I've, pretty disgusting yeah yeah I will say Tom yeah. uh not really about the thieves or subliners but kind of on the topic this is the first year that I that I'm kind of like. I'm almost feeling bad about talking about how dog shit some of these teams are because, like, this is like mid-season combos now, <laughs> dude. It's like I know all these players, and it's like I don't even blame them, but like the league is just so lopsided that it's like there's four and then there's everybody else. I'm kind of, kind of feel bad. I'm I'm just like, yo, there's shit, there's shit day after day, and they're showing me nothing. Like, mm. I feel like we just need to redo roster mania, like. Well like just let the that top four happen. stay and happen. then just completely like like we're doing a fancy draft like for everybody else <laughs> no bullshit no bullshit like let all the orgs have all free rules and just re-sign teams because like right now we're kind of we're kind of screwed what, what if about, they don't what make if, big what about changes for you this, bro teams just gotta send us all each 100 gifted and they can respin oh my god not they the might have to respin i just hope there's like yeah i got ptsd for the respin cheese to make it serious though like I think, Sam, you probably brought this up uh, a couple months ago. At the end of the day, the reason we got in this situation is, you know, Sam, your team we eliminated broke the, up. We eliminated the roster, and every yeah, good and player went to the top four. Yep, and so that's, that's how we ended up in the situation. That's way to go, bad. Sam. Play way to go, team. Sam. I ruined the league. I know. Way to go, brother. Wait, so, Sam, if you win oh, it or yeah, not. Oh, yeah, you did ruin the league. It's, it's literally league. Sam's fault. Wait, wait, Sam, if you never retired, was your team going to stay the same? I don't know. I'm assuming we still got <laughs> offers from everybody. But, yeah, I mean, but you guys were—you guys were a no really idea. good team, now, So it's like, oh, yeah, of course. But I'm not going to be—I'm not—I don't know if my teammates would have taken it. I don't know. If Sam, I Sam, I'm surprised you haven't gotten the itch to get back in there, bro. I'm surprised, bro. I want to play in this league. You see that bro, shit? People were—people yeah, were basically saying that Sam should have been on phase at one point and then he retired. Like, how absurd is that? Yeah, he yeah, retired he ruined the league. He wanted to not because I ruined the league, bro. It's on me. Yeah, he did the inverse Sorry, of KD to the Warriors. Like he just quit and made all the other super teams for him. <laughs> no, that's insane. Bro. That's insane. <laughs> that's really it's like it's a Kevin Durant opposite. Uh, um, that's funny. Uh, but yeah, any final thoughts before we move on to the next one? 
Nah, I'll, I'll say New York once again. Another classic performance in Search. Like, if this team can keep playing this way in Search, like I really feel great about the chances of Major One. Phenomenal. All right, let's keep it going. Let's move. This was the last series of the day. Even with a 3-0-3-0-3-1, it took us a lot of hours to get here, folks. There was a lot of delays today. We have the Boston Breach going up against the Miami Heretics. I think all of us had Miami yesterday in our pickings, except for Christopher Duarte, a.k.a. the analytical mind, Bearsight. Chris, why did you go with Boston? We'll start with you. They come out on top today. These maps were very, very close. This was a grueling of a series. This was the best series we had all day. I loved it. This was a great series. Talk to me, Chris. Uh, what do you think happened today with Miami? What do you think Boston just clutched up today? And then also, I know individually some guys from Boston really showed out today. Well, mainly for me, it just started with yesterday. Like, I would have kept uh, the Miami train going um, had Miami be in Seattle. But mm. once they lost to Seattle and I kind of saw, like, their weaknesses and, like, how they've been playing – um, I just kind of like saw all this matchup and I was like, Boston, I think needs a bounce back. And I saw Snoopy play particularly terrible yesterday. And, uh, I was like, there's no way he's going to do that again. He's usually a pretty explosive player and just matchup for matchup. I was just like, I, I, I honestly think Boston takes it. And today, I mean, Snoopy turned it around. He went fucking insane. Bro, bro. Snoopy like, that was actually crazy, crazy, bro. Crazy today. I mean, that was some of the best gameplay I've seen from him in a minute now. And I love Snoopy. So it's good to see him really Question kick it though. up. Yep. If he doesn't do that, do they win? I really don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not, Slay. Maybe not. Because I'll tell you something. M Miami's no joke, man. He's, these guys can play, bro. Like, I, I'm, they're definitely yeah. a good team. No, nah, they're a good team, bro. They're, like, they're metal, team, they, like, these, they can shoot. Mel's had a tough week, I think, individually. But shit happens. I think Miami is, is competitive against this tier team. I don't know about the, the tier above them. But I think if Snoop gives them, like, a point nine nine. I think this thing probably goes to game five, and who knows, you know? Mm. Ben J. Nassim's baby mama said Miami sucks in a chat. That's interesting. Um, Sam, what do you think, man? What, what's going on here with, with Miami? Off day or, or, or what, man? What do you think happened today? Uh, I think Snoopy had a day. I think Miami's uh, probably... Like, I, I was trying to think of, like, a comparison to it, and if you guys remember uh, the LAT start in uh, Cold War, where they were just kind of, like, punching down at the time and we were like kind of high on lat well i was playing at the time but like people really thought that they were pretty good um, uh -huh. so they had a really hot start and then they started to play like high tier mid-pack teams to the the top of the league and then just like everything fell apart and while i do think miami is still a good team i really i just wish that they had won one of the last two games so that we could maybe put them on a little bit of a higher end but now they are starting to slide and they're losing to teams that I definitely thought that they should be beating. I'm assuming you guys probably did as well, seeing as we picked most of them today. Yeah. Um, so they're starting to slide a little bit, and I'm a little worried for the Miami camp. They, also, are, they are what Heretics was a lot of Black Ops for. Like, I think this team, this right. team is in that mid-pack. I don't think they're at the bottom, but right now I don't think they're challenging anyone at the top. Go ahead, Chris. Uh, one thing I want to say is this, is this narrative needs a, spot, a stop. <laughs> Yesterday we were talking about how Boston was getting horked on and they potentially would be looking at a roster change in the future. And I pointed out how Snoopy might be the odd man out just because the way he plays and his uh, consistency factor might not be there in comparison to the other guys. Obviously, Priesta and Slasher were signed to this roster for a reason because they are veterans and they have brought championships and they could potentially bring that sort of aspect to, to the Boston camp. And then in Capsule, um, I think he's just been pretty consistent. I don't think he's been insane. But like to say that, I was saying... Oh, get rid of Snoopy for sure. No, I'm saying in a terms of a roster like scenario where they had to make a change, it'd probably be one of Snoopy or Cap. Like it's just being realistic and just looking at the team and who they would pick up. That is, it is what it is. Yes, Snoopy played great. Yes, he can play good. 
But at the end of the day, it's just about being consistent. Yeah, that's what they're going to be looking for when they're looking at roster changes potentially in the future if this continues um, to spiral downwards. Mm -hmm. Pat, what are your thoughts, man? Miami Heritage versus uh, the Boston Breach. Miami, they they fall to Boston. What to did the, Chris just say? Game. I'm so yeah, confused. I, I, I was how, trying how, to how follow that. You I was basically first. saying that the narrative that I'm saying, oh, drop Snoopy, is just, that's not true. That's not what I'm saying. What do you mean? How? What did I say? Are you Yo, saying Chad, that? Chad, you faded? Because we were talking about roster changes yesterday. And when Snoopy fucking played terrible, I was like, oh, if we're looking at their team objectively, he, he's probably the odd man out at this point. So, but isn't that, isn't that saying that you think they should have dropped? Like, no, if they were I'm to saying implode, if they, they were going to I'm saying that would, that's probably the decision they would make, not necessarily that I would make. I don't nah, know. What the no shot. No shot. Hold on. Tom, 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 Tom. I sent you a YouTube clip. It's 20 seconds. I need you to watch this on stream right now. It's because it's my only reaction. Yep, yep. Okay, I'm going. I'm going. What is it, bro? Uh, here we go. Mm -mm. How will pull it up? Let's go over to the reaction. Let's see what's going on here. <laughs> what you just said is one of the That's most fucking... insanely idiotic oh things I have God. ever heard. <laughs> At no point this clip, this in your rambling, hilarious. incoherent response, oh, you got no audio on the were you even close to anything that could be considered Whatever. a rational thought? <laughs> Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. <laughs> I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> All right. That's the clip for the slave. Nice. W, man. W. I'm going back to your point, Chris. There is no way that they drop Snoop. There's no oh, shot. Like, no, there's actually no, like, based off just, like, ceiling alone. Like, Snoopy's ceiling is pretty, like, he clearly watching yeah. a guy play. Like, he's a playmaker, bro. He's an impact on a map. Like, I don't know if they're just... I, I would give Snoopy drop, more time. If they're going to drop one of the two between his, Snoop and Cap, and they would drop Cap. I, I just think they're going to... I think they would Snoop also did. drop Preston before they dropped Either Snoop, uh, or Cap? Snoop. Yeah. No, I yeah. think Cap for sure first, but I think Preston would go before Snoop would go. I think Snoop is, like, two people behind getting dropped. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. I, I, think, I think there's shades of a very good player there, but he's still got a lot of development as far as... He needs to learn some gears and not be one gear. He needs to learn a few. I also think his communication is not very good. I mean, we we were talking about during the watch party, like their listenings are probably some of the worst in the league, and I think some of that is because I think Snap and uh, uh, Snoop and Caps comms are not very good, and I I think it's maybe part of the reason why there's some inconsistent respawn because sometimes they're just not calling out, not small talk, and not really directing each other. Okay, I got a clip here: Boston Breach versus the Miami Heretics. I. Felt like this could have been a 3-0 here. I felt like Boston could have made a play here to make this comeback. And I want to take a look at this rotation because this is something that we wrote down. We want to take a look at it. Capsule gets goes a little rogue. Some overchilds come from Boston Bridge. And I kind of want to rerun it back and see if you guys would have done anything differently or have any thoughts on the play. Uh, Going to let it play out here. First thing that happens is Capsule. I feel like at times he needs to learn when to just take a deep breath and chill out. This motherfucker is all over the place he jumps the wall he ends up dying and now you can see p2 control goes to miami heretics they're gonna slow play while their teammates get back into the play and then it's gonna be metals who gets a kill in that pinch and now this is where they kind of just swarm onto this hard point and just let it sink so the turtles come in on the hard point they die p2 and me personally i just thought that was way too easy for miami but, heretics but Tom, like the back, comeback back is up. in the comeback is in here for boss that was up, first like the just, first just, two entries that's crazy it just does it it just like i think i don't know if it's a communication thing or just that was the first two deaths but, like, two he doesn't, 
Bro, like he he can just play a corner. Like they have the slide through from like Church Alley. Like that is all covered by the guy bottom red. What is he tweaking trying to watch two lanes? And again, I don't know if that's just him, just him, or they just don't have comms on what's open and what's not being picked up. No, nah, yeah. that's completely unacceptable. <laughs> like that, yeah. that's, he should he knows he knows there's people there, bro. Like or he maybe no, he definitely knows they're spawning there. You can tell by the way he's playing. He's looking for him. He's just trying to get him on the cuts. They have everything here. else covered. That's his only pickup. He just has to sit in the corner. He just, I just think he needs to just chill just out a, a bit. And, 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 and then even, like even after this, like, I don't even like P Dog standing here with a rival. Like, I, I think P Dog should just try and get get active here. Like go, like try and get close up on him. Like try and make a play. Like try and make a play for P two because your teammate just died. Like I don't know. I would like to see P Dog get a more aggressive there too because they just give up all of P two. They kind of turtle in the hard point. Like if, if Capsule's gonna be playing aggressive like this. Like, if I'm P-Dog and I see Capsule, like, running around here, like, I'm going to try and help him out. They got to work together. Like, there's no synergy. Like, they're not working with each other. You know what I mean? It's just that. And I don't mind the play, honestly, from Snoopy holding red. I don't mind him being up there holding red. But at now, now they're just kind of turtled and they're getting pinched. This is also a really big kill for Metals on a pinch onto Capsule. Because um, as soon as Capsule goes down there, they're just able to use their numbers and swarm onto the hill. So... Capsule dies twice, man. He dies twice in that rotation. The first two entries of the push. Just I thought mean, it was bro, a big I mean, misplay from, uh, from the Preston Boston Breach. Snoop, bro, Preston, Snoop had his top red. Like, if they hold their setup, Snoop, like, kind of shimmies top red. He can get info, but they, they both get caught running backwards, and they, like, give even more space up than the space they had before. Like, again, I don't know if this is an instinctual thing with them, or we hear their comms. Their comms are not very good as small as small talking, like, trying to communicate with each other. Like, it could be also be that, and that's why they're still behind these situations. Yeah, and then another play that I want to take a look at from the series is the round 11 in the map number two. Uh, I thought Vickle rushed this a little bit. First and foremost, I thought Miami should have won this map. I feel like they kind of tossed it away. Um, and one of them was uh, was the round 11. I mean, the round 11, you can see what they're trying to set up. They have one guy playing with the bomb. I mean, honestly, sorry, the opposite. I don't know what the hell they're trying to set up. I'm very confused as to what the play call was here. Vic will try running up mid-map by himself in around 11 with 40 seconds left. Uh, Capsule is able to take him down. Then the bomb gets caught out by himself by A-side. He ends up getting challenged. He goes down. Now the bomb's down. I just felt like Miami here completely blacked out. They blacked out on the play. They blacked out. Um, this is just like round 11, like playing slow as you always do because everyone's nervous as fuck round 11 and it's this combined that with Vickle terminal Tom, what have we always talked about with round 11 on offenses bro the worst thing you can do is just like a wall like just the worst do thing nothing. you can do is do nothing strat yeah and like, on terminal strat. of all maps the do nothing strat is the auto loss yeah it was just weird seeing one guy b side one uh, one guy a side and then one guy just running up middle it was just weird to see how this all played out i didn't know what their plan was like i didn't know what they wanted to do even when looking at the minimap and seeing where they all are, yeah. I couldn't figure the, out what they were coordinating. Their pre-round strat call must have got so confused because Vickle yeah. just assumed they were hitting out A and the ball or B or I don't know. But, 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 but even at this point, right? Like, these, like Lucky and Metal should be telling Journey. or for, Well, Journey shouldn't even be getting picked A-side. Like, he shouldn't even be even able. He shouldn't even be in a line of sight there to get taken down. He should just be in a corner or something. If he's going to play on an island, he should just be waiting, just waiting to make a play. But even here, like, if Lucky and Meadows could just let him know, like, yo, there's nobody top. You see, we're making plays towards B. You know, Journey can then wrap the bomb back, and they can try and get a bomb down B-side. Because it does get a little scary. I mean, as we let it play out, it's a 2v4. Like he's pushing. 
He's running he's into putting, the plane. Yeah, he's pushing terminal. And then Metals and Lucky get two, and then that doesn't last very long. Cause then you imagine they had a plant right here? Um, And then Lucky ends up dying here. It, it goes on for 20 seconds. He sits in book, but ends up getting taken down. I don't want to go too far because, obviously, don't want any strikes, yeah. ladies and Be gentlemen. Be careful. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was just a really big misplay. I thought they were just, uh, uh, again, I thought they blacked out in, the, in around 11 after watching it. I don't know what, the, what their play call was. But what do you guys think? What did you guys think about the play? Dog shit. It was a terrible fucking play. Damn, bro. Yeah. Fucking I don't terrible. know what the fuck. Great I thought I was yapping. I was like, yeah, you guys no, can. You're, you're absolutely right. You know, you, know the play, you know the play's terrible when you look at the arrows before any play is made, and, you're, and you just can't figure out what the fuck they're about to do. Yeah. Like, mm. no idea. Bank, no initiative and just banking on the other team to be worse than you and, like, give you a freebie is just not going to win you around, especially around 11. Yeah. Any final thoughts, guys, on the Miami versus Boston Breach? Ben, Chris, Pat. Uh, Sam, I think a couple of players. Make on sure you guys join team. the Discord and join the flank stage. Uh, I I, I'll join in a second. I, th I think a couple of players on Miami this week between the Seattle series um, and this one, I think, had some bad for individual performances. So they've got Optic and LIG coming up. I think they can go one on one, and they'll be like four and four and two, or, or sorry, four and three, or five and two. Um, so I think Miami's okay to get like a mid pack seed. And again, I think for Miami, like a top four is fairly realistic if they get the right draw top six possible as well but just got to improve that and i think for me on the boston front um it's nice to get finally get a big s and d one on the board because they took a couple searches but i also think their map pool is like very tiny uh i'm noticing that people are kind of you know seeing their prowess on terminal and invasion if you get these guys on like any other map it's it's looking a little bit slow so i want to see them do play a little better especially on uh karachi hardpoint i think it's been a real problem for them this season for sure. Any other uh, any other analysis. topics? Anything else, guys? Anything else before no. we hop into community questions? We'll be joining the Discord. Any of you guys can join by just putting Command Discord in the Twitch chat. Join up. Uh, if Chandler approves your question, we'll be on the stage ready to go, man. Let's switch over. Uh, I'll see you guys over there in Discord. Rest of the cast. Can you speak for the rest of the show? Uh, we'll be in Discord. Yep, you can leave TeamSpeak. Okay. Yep, you're out right. here. Disconnected from your user. Disconnected from your yo, yo, yo. Yo. What's up, guys? What's up, man? What's up? Long time no talk. Long time no see, guys. Long time no see. We just got to get Sam in here. Mm. Phenomenal. Look at all those guys raising their hands. Look at all of them. They're all trying to ask some questions. They're all trying to get active. Why don't you, uh, Benjay, executive producer, why don't you pick one out, man? Somebody's got their hand up. Pick somebody who's got their hand uh. up. Why don't we do AMP Rob, Bengals fan AMP Rob over there? AMP Rob? Yeah. Where oh here he is. AMP Rob. Here you are. Let me see here. What do I do? Right click and invite to speak, right? How you doing? Get over here, AMP Rob. Get over here, man. Let's see if he uh there we go. What's up? What's yeah, up? Yep, we hear you, Rob. What's going on, man? What's going on, gentlemen? Tom, I just want to tell you, I'm, I'm Zuma Smelly Chair in the chat, man. Hey, what's, yeah, what's going on? Wait, you said Zuma Smelly oh, no. Chair? Yeah. That's you, man? Jesus Christ. What's going on, bro? <laughs> How you doing, man? Talk to me, man. You got a question for us? Welcome to the flank, man. Yeah, man. Uh, thank, thank you guys for having me. I got a question for everybody. So now that Miami has lost their second game in a row with Boston 3-1, are we looking at this team differently from uh, week one? And what changes do they have to make to get back to their winning ways? Um, uh, go ahead, Ben. Who wants that one? I think for Miami, again, I'll repeat what I said about 30 seconds ago. I think individually players like Metals, who were playing really good before the break, came in this week and had sort of a less uh, uh, positive performance individually. 
Um, I will say for Miami, their control looks really, really strong, but you get them off of invasion where they're three and and there's probably questions there. Um, I just, I just think it comes down to the fact of like, we just didn't know a lot about this team because the teams they played, to be honest, they played Minnesota, Vegas and Carolina and no disrespect to those teams. Those are 12, 11 and 10 right now in the standings. So yeah, it's coming down to we're going to play more people. I'll be honest, Rob. I feel like uh major one is going to be a big tail as well. You know, once we get to see some of these guys on land and see how they play there, like I, I definitely don't think Miami is in blow it up territory. Like some of these other teams, yeah, you know, like, sure I, I, I think they're, I definitely think they've shown like a lot of positive uh, moments and, uh, and I think they're a good team. I think uh, today just some mistakes, I mean, we just pulled one up, right? Just blacked out a couple times, a few mistakes here and there. Like, they're just going to have to clean up a few things. Boston, I mean, they're a good team. They've just been really up and down recently, like pretty cons- uh, inconsistent. Snoopy had a really good day today. So I think Miami, we still got to give them some time, personally. I think, we'll, I think I, we should. Go ahead. Yeah, I also think we trolled that round 11, too. Almost trolled the hell of that shit. Yeah. But go ahead, Chris. Go ahead. I, I also think their map was just too small. Like, I feel like they kind of had the same thing going for them that first week where they were getting... A lot of the same maps, and even one of the maps that they were getting a decent amount of times prior, um, they managed to lose in this series. So, um, yeah, map pool too small, and the maps that they were kind of strong at, they got them in uh, their last series against Boston, and they didn't win them. So, yeah, they got to improve in that. Um, for me, as I mentioned, I think it was yesterday, like I did a deep dive in this Miami squad. I just, look, I mean, it's pretty clear cut to me. I don't think they're in, like, blow it up territory. I just think this is where this team's at they're middle of the pack they beat the like those three teams they played they had honestly the perfect initial schedule to look good like look like they got to a hot start because they literally punched down big time and just bullying those bottom three teams and i think now they're just in this middle of the pack fights that they're going to struggle against these these teams of equal skill level and they're going to lose to the good teams um i don't think there's a change that makes them better uh so i think they're just kind of gonna have to improve as a squad but Sam, anything you want to add, Sam? Uh, not really. I just don't think they really had a, a true test prior to the break. I mean, that's just something we've we've said already, and I don't really want to beat a dead horse here, but they just didn't really have a true test to see where they stacked up, and they just beat the shit out of teams that they're better than blatantly. So I think um, going forward is just getting better every day, bro. Like I don't, we're not going to sit here and say they need a roster change or anything, but they just need to improve. I mean, it's not they're in a good spot. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not down on them quite yet. All right, Rob, does that hey, answer Sam, your question? Sam, I have, yeah, Sam, I have one more small question. Dallas? Really? Oh, the Cowboys? Oh, man, my bad, oh, Sam. Really? Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Christ. Ah. Uh, oh, it's Jesus. A, it's a tough one at the office. <laughs> hey, be like that. Say, hey, hey, okay, Rob. Hey, here we Rob, go. Rob, it's been an absolute pleasure, Rob. Thank you so much for joining in. Yeah, I appreciate hey, y'all, guys. Hey, all right, Zuma Smelly Chair, go fuck yourself. You check the fuck yourself Later, Rob. Take it easy, man. Later, man. All right, man, let's get another guy in here. Let's see what's going on, man. Who should we go with now, man? Eeny, meeny, money. Let's go with Gucci. Let's see what Gucci's doing. Let's invite him to speak. Let's see if Gucci's there. Is that Tiger Woods and his avatar? It's looking like it. Hello, Gucci. Yo, yo. What's up, up, Gucci? What up, man? You hear me all right? I hear you, bro. I hear you all right. What's going on? You got a question for us? I do. Um, so this is kind of pertaining to like the rookies and like how they come into the league. Um, do you think the league before like the CDL prepared the players better to succeed once they got to the pro level versus now how it goes? Uh, challenger straight to the league. Uh, 
I will say Ooh. yes, just because uh, back in the day we had open tournaments and a lot of the teams that were good challenger our teams at the time for coming from the open bracket would get to experience pool play and playing against the pro team. Sure. It wasn't consistent practice, but those events, and we had a lot of them before um, would lead to you playing against that pro competition, getting some VOD review um, against your team, et cetera. Um, even if you were, and some of the teams even made upsets and like continued in the bracket to play better competition. So um, yeah, I think there was definitely more tools um, for amateur players or open bracket players to um, get better and prepare themselves for a smoother transition into the league if they or or into the top echelon of players if they got picked up. Yeah. Oh, also two K's right. and five K's, two K's and five K's too. 2Ks, I forgot about five K's. I mean, pro points back in the day too. There, I mean, there's, there was there's a couple things. There's infinite, infinitely more visibility on challengers. Um, and I, I guess for me personally, I've found it hard to. Um, <coughs> Not I, care is a, a rough word here, but I've I found it hard to care about challengers because of the fact that they're in a closed system. Like I yeah. think in the open format, when like you know you could you could see a team start off in challengers, get to a tournament, start make it to pool play, play against pros. Like you know, there's opportunity for them to 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 have that engagement versus a pro team and see how they stack up against them. And you just don't anymore. So if like you're if the whole league is surrounded on the upper echelon of the talent being closed in a 12 team system it's hard to care about the the bottom because you don't really know when they're you know you don't it's hard to get invested in those challenger players because the only time they're going to get picked up is when the worst team in the cdl has to make a roster change like think about it like that's the majority or the offseason of course but like most of the time it's been the worst team in the cdl is getting shit on they have to make a roster change and then they just pick from challengers but it's like there's no there's no growth for the challenger players to like have a season and and play against a pro team and you know yeah the, the best part is seeing like the pro teams get exposed like dude bro. imagine imagine we had phase black like just using them as an example going to a tournament playing like some of these bottom four pro teams that'd and just so hitting sick. on them that'd be so it would make investing into into challengers and like an amateur team way oh, more worth sure. it as well i mean think about it like that's that's i think that's a part of the reason that so many of these orgs pulled support from challengers just because like it yeah. just limited the opportunity for that growth to happen um, Bro, LAG Academy got Nesloed or Nesloed by FaZe at the beginning of the year. But also, I think uh, I just missed, I can't find Chandler's comment anymore. I found it. Um, he actually pointed this out, which I think is true because a lot of, bro, the amount of pros that I've talked to that don't value like winning challengers events. Um, but like, I guarantee if those challenger players, those challenger teams went to a land and beat the pro teams, they would value a singular best of five against a pro team over winning an entire challenger event. Like agreed because because they, they it's it's just a closed system like Pat said which mm -hmm. is crazy I mean I don't think it should be that way but at the end of the day I mean I get it That's so true. I mean That's true. Well, I kind of miss it man I miss that opportunity you know seeing uh, the amateur players play against uh, pros. The, the, the best was just having open brackets and then if you make a run through open you get thrown into a pool with like pro teams and it's like what Adam yeah. Apicello said on the, on the show the other day like yeah you might you know that was like a freebie for most of us back in the day you know it was like the open bracket team but at the same time like. You know, you still got to see that that combination of amateurs getting that shot, that opportunity, which they earned to be there to play against the pros. So, man, I miss those days, man. The hotel ballrooms and stuff like that. Great question, by the way, Gucci. Phenomenal yep. question. That was a really yeah, good question. Yeah, thanks guys for answering it. I was just really asking because I, I become a fan of these players before they get into the league. You know, I root right. for them and then 
it just sucks seeing them go to where they want to be and just not be able to perform. And it's not necessarily their fault. So I just kind of wanted some um, yeah. input on that. There's, 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 a, there's a lot of aspects. There's a lot of aspects to it, man. Because at the end of the day, when they're at the top of the challenger game, they're playing with the best challenger players. And then they go into play like they play in an ideal That's scenario in a closed bubble. Through. Yeah, the same. Exactly. Come and get finessed by veterans to be on shit rosters. And then they get started. right. Sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Yep, Gucci. No thank problem. you so much for your question, man. You have a good night. Good you guys. Take it easy. All right, man. Later. Great question. That was a really good question. Let's get in uh, somebody else. We got Bolt over here. Let's go with Bolt. His name's been catching my eye. It's it's simple to the point. Bolt, what's going on, man? I'm doing good, man. How are you guys been? Phenomenal. Doing, doing fantastic. Thank you for joining up on the flank. What's your question? Uh, so my question is, so I two questions, but I'll just ask the first one. Sure. So let's say with certain teams being put in the, like, the blow it up block or something, so, do you guys think Seattle should be one of them, considering no. their recent Ooh. performances? So, not yet. Mm, not yet. Me, per. I not mean, yet. we're probably might have different different opinions here. Um, I'd probably say not yet, just because uh, I think we need to see more. Um, and they've they've also had some positive moments. I, I there was even a lot of I, a period of time where a lot of pro teams behind the scenes were were gassing them up in scrims and stuff like that. So I think they need more time, but uh, can't really speak for everybody else. Like, uh, especially like Pat and Ben and you guys, I, I really don't know. Well, I might have a different opinion. I think if you're Seattle and there's an AR player that you really like, because we talked about in the beginning of the season, I, I just don't see how Ender and Alec both exist on this roster by the end of the season. If they're not being top teams, I still feel that way. But if there's an AR player that they really like, I won't be surprised if after a major one, if they have like a top six, have a performance and they're like mm, maybe we want to stick maybe we don't because they are a player they really want they might go after a said person i think I if i that. i think if somebody on their team is just an outlier and performs like really terrible and they still manage to achieve a result that's similar to their current standing in the league um then yeah they would get rid of it but if they go to the event and they place relatively the same as their current standing right like that you know top six top eight ratio i don't know if they make a change if like unless anyone performs like outside, like terrible, I think they need to finally to, to first, like establish some sort of consistency, right? If they go to this event and they place like middle of the pack, they go to the next mat, um, you know, they go to the next event, they place middle of the pack or worse then okay. Then maybe start to think about it. But like the first event, if you're that mid pack team, I don't know if you really like try to push for a roster change yet, because you still have a lot of room to improve in my opinion. Mm. Any other thoughts, uh, Pat, Sam, Ben, I mean, I said my thoughts already, so. Yeah, I, I, I True. my biggest thing is I just don't know if there's anyone else they could get realistically. So that's why I think they're, like, even if they wanted to, like, the, what, who, this team, what can they blow it up for? Like, you know what I mean? There's not a lot of talent that they could probably grab player for player to improve. Uh, yeah. And just to add, actually, add one thing on to what I said, I guess you could theoretically not pick up an AR. You could pick up a sub player that's playing, like, a third AR now and kind of move it because it's a little bit more of a full-time AR role. <laughs> but I mean, there's a lot of four yards on the map in some situations anyway, but I kind of stuck with my original point at that point. For sure. Yeah. Hey, Bolt, does that answer your question, man? Um, Yeah, that answers my question. Do I ask the second one or do I just... I'm sure you can ask it. It's or... okay. Okay, so... I'll, I'll go, go ahead, Gojo. Uh, is there any possibility for there to be like an interchange of players between teams rather than just picking up from challenger players? this is kind of what you were just trades? talking about like trading yeah, and stuff like that yeah. i mean pat 
not to speak for Pat, but Pat was talking about how he would love to see a trade earlier before in the, in the watch party, and I couldn't agree more with him. I just feel like there's it's just never gonna happen. I, I don't yeah, know I mean, why. It's not possible because like. Yeah, the, the people that the, the are gonna be wanted are the best players on the shit teams, and the, the shit yeah. teams aren't gonna want to give up their best player for someone else's bad. Exactly, player. like it's never gonna benefit that's both why, that's parties. That's why it matters to do it like in the beginning. Like that's why I was saying the roster mania. Like these good players have to team up. Like, unless there's unless there's money compensation. Um, yeah, probably not. And and the thing is though, and the thing is though, you can't just trade one for one. They putting up no damn money, bro. Like draft so picks, dude. Chalked. Yeah, there's it's that's, just, that's there's never gonna be like a player trade system. Yeah, like not having one. not having something outside of money to trade. Yeah. Like in yeah, it's because um, mm-hmm. like the person that you're gonna want to trade for is like the, the the team getting rid of their player is gonna be their quote unquote weak player, and you're never just gonna like oh we'll take your worst player for our best player. That's a fucking great idea. So imagine you could trade like like veto advantage and like like server selection like you could get yeah, advantage there's something that outside way. of just it. host fuck you just host fuck the other yeah, team there's no just no yeah, we'll trade that. you we'll trade you a vegas stage two for a booth <laughs> there's no there's no like there's no additional assets to your point like we used to have a seller cap like year one i guess year two of the league like i guess you could have created a system where there's like money that exists in the system that allows you to go over the cap and you can trade that as an asset in the trade <laughs> Wait, but somebody in the chat said been... seeds bro imagine you could trade seeds like for a tournament seeds kinda... yeah like that'd be insane like, uh, why would anybody like want to trade their seed like though to get a yeah, better player oh, okay i see what you're saying yeah but how does that mechanically work like if like are you seed swapping like if one's 12 and one's one yeah, like yeah, are yeah, you're you starting swap, losing yeah. Yeah, it's like this is a second round picks bro, in the NBA. Teams, like, bro, yeah, I would swap a winner bracket for a loser bracket start if it meant getting like a better player for sure. Yeah, for one that's, of them. Yeah, could be. yeah, that's that's crazy. Well, once the CDL points, nah, hell no. Like, hey, hey, Bolt, I appreciate you uh, joining up and asking us some questions, um, man. Thank you for joining. Thank you, you guys, for answering the questions. questions. Yes, sir, man. Yeah, no appreciate you, man. You, you have a great have night, a man. night. Yeah, you yeah. too, man. Take care. Take it easy. Take it easy. All right, yo, Sam, pick somebody, man. Uh, give me Purgy, 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 Purgy. Where's Purgy. he at? Oh, Purgy. Our left. Our that's left. two yeah. times. In, that's two times in a row. Purgy gets in, bro. Purgy. Oh, has he been in here before? Yeah, he's so faded to watch. Uh, Purgy, what up, man? Yo, what's good, oh, Purgy? What's, what's good, good what's man? Up, what is who? What what's do? up, bro? <laughs> hey, you got a question for us or what, man? Yeah, dude. Um, I was wondering if the there's a reason that uh capture the flag isn't a mode. Because I heard Sam talking about it earlier in the watch party with yep. somebody else and saying that how control is usually always one-sided or usually a team's always getting spawn-trapped or it's always like, you know, like a snooze fest. So, like, is there a reason as to why we haven't had, like, capture the flag come back at all? It don't exist, right? I don't think we have captured a flag version. But it's it gets added into like the game, like like after like a couple seasons and no one plays it. But not every game. Like not every game. Don't ever have it. <laughs> the shit just don't exist. Just just like with just don't control. exist. The problem the problem is yeah, um about CTF is uh it's a very bad casual mode because it has to have a respawn delay to to work, period. Mm-hmm. Um and the you know, very casual Call of Duty players don't like respawn times. They don't yeah. play those modes because of respawn times. Yeah, bro. Um, I'm looking mad studious right now. I mean, I thank you very much. I think if CTF <laughs> wasn't a game, Purgy, that uh, I think it would be played or at least tried. Uh, I won't say played like actually that's, in the studio, but at least like... try. They would at least try it and see how it plays out. But 
I mean, CTF would have... Listen, CTF would 100% be better than Control right now. There's no oh, doubt in my mind. Yeah, There's yeah, no yeah, doubt yeah. in my mind exactly. it would play better. Yeah. Just because for the soul... Uh, control right now, I just find myself just getting so bored halfway through. Especially on Invasion, which for some reason just seems to be like the go-to map for a lot of these teams. It's just so defensive-sided. So it's just... I don't know. Hopefully we can uh, we can get some new game modes or something or some new maps just to switch up the flow a little bit. You know what I mean? But... Perji, thank you for your question. You got any other questions for us or what? Yeah, I had uh, one more question. So okay. I had also asked, uh, are we expecting like any new maps coming into the map pool? Yeah, I know Rio is a map that's uh, on the radar right now. I know some people have yeah, been talking that, about that. Yeah, I've been in the game on Wednesday, right? Yep. And yep, I've been talking about I've heard a lot of pros. I heard a lot of pros are like choosing. I heard a lot of pros aren't choosing to like are already saying that they don't even want to try Greece or Greece wouldn't be like a good map for it or, or like, et cetera, et cetera. I know Chris has heard this too. I mean, I don't so know I why like, they, I don't know why people think that Greece won't be a, a good map. I'll be honest with you. I, I don't know why some people say water. Well, we play with a map that has it's not water. the water, bro. It's such, well, it's too many. It's the too many inter interchangeable but tight not, lanes. But there's not, there's no only, there's not a lot of lanes, Chris. It's only, it's no, only, no. It's like the, it's like all the little like sub, like small, like, like alleys and like narrow hall. Like, you know, what I'm talking about the narrow, like cuts and shit. I think that's what people um i think that's what throws people off but after like playing it a lot in pubs it's really not that bad you kind of get used to it um the spawns are the spawns are decent in a 4v4 scenario in a six in pubs they're fucking ass but like i can just tell in fours it's probably not that bad i mean we played it a lot like we played greece and that we i do like a subscriber aids challenge type of vibe and we've been playing it and i mean i i really look at the minimap when i'm doing that shit to just really see what's yeah. going on and for the most part, like most hills, there's a back spawn and a front spawn. And if you're pinching out those spawns, they spawn out. You know, like for the most part, you know where everybody's coming from, where everybody's spawning, what's going on. And on top of that, I feel like the map is also not as big as some of uh, these other maps. It could change up the pace a little bit. You know how everybody's talking about how it's so AR heavy. Well, now, finally, we have a map that doesn't seem like it's such an AR heavy map. It'll probably be two and two. Uh, uh, Chris, I don't know if you agree with me on that, but I see no, like two and two, um, maybe two and two, maybe three and one at most, which I still think would be fun to watch, yeah. right? Like a lot of people yeah. like think about Vanguard, Boat Cage, right? Like who didn't like playing and watching Boat Cage? I can't say, Everybody I can't speak did. for the pros when it comes to playing because they probably hated that. I really that don't know. That was fucking horrific. But like Boat Cage was fun to watch. You know what I mean? Like everybody loved going to the cage, man. Everybody loved going It's to It's not cage. as bad as Boat Cage, but the one thing I will say, regardless of Greece gets added, I'm pretty optimistic about them making new maps because I feel like, like at least minimap wise, and then obviously seeing Greece and even that meat map, the meat map is meant to be chaotic. I feel like they actually made some good maps. Like they look like they're good original maps that will play that just play well for what they are. You know what I mean? So yeah, hopefully yeah. Uh, they continue that trend. And I, I really hope Rio looks or it is as good as the minimap looks because I feel like it's a little bit more condensed version of like Arsenal in terms of the way it looks on the minimap. And at least uh, Arsenal, like the way that map was laid out, it was pretty good. So um, hopefully the spawns and all that stuff, hill placement, um, all that stuff is good. And maybe we can get some. Uh, I'm definitely going to like once the update comes out, I'm going to spawn in on the map and like just look around because I'm actually <laughs> very curious as to what it's going to look like. Yeah, that's hey. it. That's all I have for you guys. Thank you guys hey. for having me. You guys have a good show. Hell and, uh, yeah. Perry thank G. you, man. Thank hey, you, bro. Perry G, appreciate you joining up, man. You have a good night. All yes, right? sir, bro. Thank you, guys. Take thank it you. Ease, man. Take it easy. All right, man. Let's pick another one. Pat, who do you want, bro? Pick somebody, man. Uh, 
Let's see, Tom. Yeah, pick somebody that's raising their hand. Actually, I think everybody's raising their hand. Everybody's got their hands up, man. I'm gonna go with cheese. Cheese? Cheese, <laughs> Let's get cheese in here, man. Let's see what's going on here with cheese. Hey, what's going on, cheese? Cheese. Hey, cheese. Hello, hello. My bad. Hi, cheese. It's all right, oh, cheese. It's okay, cheese. What's going on, man? You doing all right? Baldy, I'm on my phone right now. But yeah, don't um, worry about it, man. I just had one question and one question only. Of course. What if that Atlanta phase did not win a single event this year? Would it be time to break up the trio that is Selium, Simp, and Abizi? Hmm. I mean, if they, if they don't, if they, they don't, don't win, win an event this year, event this year, yeah. that means they got second at every single. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't win a single fucking event this year, I think uh, I might eat my foot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, like they, I don't see funny? a world where they don't win an event with Zach on their no team. No bullshit. They they could not Knock win some a single event this year, and they'll probably still have the most prize money earned. No bullshit. Yeah, they did that in Vanguard. Yeah, yeah. I think they do it again. So I don't, uh, from a financial standpoint, I don't think they break up. <laughs> Yeah, Dude. that's a good question, though, because it's like, what if, you know, it's a what if, you know, obviously, you know, locking on some wood, being a phase fan, I want to see the guys do do good and, and do well. But, uh, you know, it, I, I think a lot of it's just a what if. And I think it depends how they lose. Right. It depends yeah. how the year goes. Like it, it, if they're getting second, thirds a lot. And, and like Pat said, the prize earning is good at this and that. And, you know, it's good if they're getting slammed. And they're getting like top six, like top four, again placings that they don't normally get, and they're not getting the placings they want. Then I definitely think there's going to be some movement, without a doubt. I definitely could see some some changing going on or something going on, especially because when you're losing like that, it does take a toll, you know, like amongst you and your teammates. You know, they can start arguing. It could be anything going on. But with the with the team environment, the team culture, and and how they've been playing, I mean, I I just think they're going to continue to just keep doing what they're doing. You know what I mean? They're obviously a very great team, um, and they also got a lot of great chemistry. So I just don't think those guys are going anywhere. I think they're here to stay for a long time. W Sound good, okay. cheese? Sound good, cheese? Yeah. Um. Actually, I do have one more question. Of course, cheese. Uh, of course. What the chat wants to know, and everything. Uh, Pat, where's uh X Defiant? Ooh. Uh, it's on the way. <laughs> it's on it's the way coming, when. cheese. Cheese, it's coming. Okay. Coming in the summertime. Who, who, who's who's dropping okay. first? Like X Define or Frank Ocean? Like, what's going on here? Frank Ocean. Who's that? That's a meme. I'm fucking damn. You don't know who Frank Ocean is? Hey, Cheese, thank you so much for, for joining up and asking tomatoes, a question. I appreciate you. Any tomatoes in chat or what? Thank you, Cheese. Thank you, Cheese. W Cheese. Take it easy, Cheese. Take it easy. All right, let's 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 do it. Let's pick another one. Look at Skeeter over here. I feel like Skeeter's got a good question. I don't know why. I just feel like Skeeter knows something. Hey, Skeeter, what's Yo. going on, man? What's going on, fellas? Thanks for having me, man. What's going on? Doing? What's going on, Skeeter? How are you? I'm good, man. How you doing? Hey, Skeeter, we're doing great, man. I mean, it's it's been a long day, some some delays and stuff, but uh, I don't know about the rest of the calls, but now it's my favorite part of the day, talking to you guys and asking some questions or answering awesome, some man. questions. Awesome, yeah. What's up, yeah, Skeeter? Yeah, you had a what long day yesterday, us? too. All right, so I got a good yep. one. I, I really want to hear what I think a good one. I want to hear what Pat has to say about this because I know he hates the franchise setup. But oh, shit. Basically, oh, basically, obviously, the 25 mil was supposed to be you know a big way that the league made money, and that didn't work out as expected. But my question is, I like from BO2, all that shit, like the CWL, the Open GB, like that's the way to go. But my question is, how do you make that, how do you set that up so that it's profitable? So where like somebody running the league, running the CWL or whatever they'll call it, 
how are they going to be making their money off of a setup like that? Fuck, if we had if we had asked this if you had asked this question on Friday, this would have been like a perfect like out of map question. But go ahead, uh, Pat, if you want to take it. Um, well, I think the problem is this isn't just a Call of Duty problem, right? Like <clears throat> esports as a whole has a massive issue with um monetizing the the amount of fandom that we have. Um I, I, I don't think that question has been answered. I don't I don't you know, profitability in esports is still a question. I think it's gonna be a question for a long time still. Uh um, yeah. You know, I, in my opinion, I think franchising made that 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 question worse. I think you know, expenses went through the roof in a franchising model when esports still had no profitability, and I think that's why we're seeing you know what we're seeing now because a lot of the VC money has has dried up um, significantly. And so I don't I, I don't think there is a solution there. Um, I think, but I think the pro the 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 thing with the non franchise model is it's just better for everybody. Um, and expenses would come down um i think adam made a good point like if if you know if if challengers 2 just using as an example like that's gonna have to go to console there's there's no sustainability to run challengers um in this in this kind of cod ecosystem on pc it's it's just not realistic i'm actually surprised that they allowed challengers to be on pc to begin with but um I think top to bottom, there's going to have to be a lot of changes just to reduce expenses, but I don't think profitability is going to be solved um, regardless of whether we're in franchising or, or not. Yeah, yeah. I, I, agree, I agree with Pat. I mean, look, Meteor Rights is not making any of these leagues any money. Like, this isn't the NFL, NBA, whatever. They don't own the venues they play in, so they're not bringing any gate. Merchandise really doesn't scale that big. Partnerships, I mean, across the board, especially with the entertainment industry going through strikes this year, hasn't been super prevalent, so... Um, it's just difficult on the org side of the business. And for the publishers, I think Adam made a good point on Friday. Like, this better alignment, the fact that esports is playing to invest in from a participation standpoint. It's a great funnel, but it's a marketing exercise and making it a standalone thing is we're still too early for that. The one thing I, I really don't understand is... Pay-per-view, well, That's already been tried. Did you guys try that? MLG Wait, was that a thing? Yeah, yeah. MLG StarCraft pay-per-view. Yeah. I bought one of those. Uh, Octoshape um, plugin, baby. Octoshape. That was pretty like YouTube and shit. The um wait they tried to pay gate fucking I didn't yeah, know about this. I don't remember I didn't know so, about that. It, wasn't, so, it wasn't just the tournament though it was like you got the higher quality stream yep. you got uh, okay. um you got some you got like VODs. different rewards yeah, that's, cool. yeah. that's cool um, yeah. I dude honestly I'm not against, now, like, I'm not a, I'm really not against uh, some pay per view model in esports as long as it makes sense it's obviously it can't be a high cost of entry right it would have to be a low amount yeah. of of money and there would have to be benefits um that that are worth it but um i mean regardless, overwatch they tried it i mean they tried it on twitch remember it's like overwatch League, what was it called season pass i forgot what it's called but just it's just hard to come up with those benefits pat you know what i'm saying yeah, exactly yeah it, 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 but, I mean, but that goes back like well i still don't understand why we don't have povs um like 100%. dude do you know how many people would pay to watch just that's one what league does POV on a team? i don't think yeah. they still do it but they had ProView um, in League where you could watch individual I think, POVs. I think a lot of that is on or, Activision. Or have a 24-7 listening, like Team Rev share. There's a lot, yeah. But my, my thing is the biggest issue in Call of Duty, in my opinion, regardless of profitability, is how, you know, we've, dude, like, if we go, let's go back to 08, right? Like when competitive COD, in my opinion, really started, it was like the, the 08 PCLs um, for COD 4. Yeah. It's been 16 years now. And... In 16 years, we have still not aligned with the developers and the publishing 
on Call of Duty from a from an esports 100%. standpoint. Like that has yeah, that's never been a line. There's been a divide for 16 years, and in my personal opinion, until that alignment is done, there is there is no hope on improvement. That's that's just my yep. personal opinion. It, it nothing will improve until and Adam Adam referenced the business side of things, and that's obviously I would say 50 percent of it. But like until the until the the three right community uh developers and publishers get aligned on what the vision is for esports nothing is is going to happen that was going to be my answer to the question too it's just like the every man for himself outlook on call of duty specifically is like just going to bring everyone down at the same time like making these orgs throw the events instead of there being not like a crowdfund but just a pool of money to put on <laughs> events every season we're like oh these these orgs have to take the initiative to shell out millions of dollars to put on these events like if there was just any sort of of rising tide lifts all ships mentality when it comes to cod things would be going so much better and, and, but and it's just every it, man yeah. has it even worse too because it's it's year to year right yeah. like like games like let's just use cs or league or valorant like they're working with one person every time it doesn't yeah. really change right but like cod is you know you literally have different uh developers who obviously control majority of their game year to year and also Activision involved. And it's like, it's it's so many hoops to jump through. Because yeah. um, you go from like people that really love competitive COD and are willing to help yeah. out to like devs that just couldn't give I a mean, fuck dude, less what, if it existed. Like BO1 was a great example. Um, like Black Ops 1, Vondahar, uh, Maddox. There was a lot of like um, high level Treyarch uh, studio directors and employees that came to some of those mlg events in 2011 and then the next year when modern for three came out we didn't have LAN, like yeah. we had no tools we had nothing and so there was like there was literally zero support for competitive that whole year and there was a, it was a dead year in competitive i know people like to say like uh you know that optic apex team ran it but they had to go to europe and play in like basically the equivalent of local egl events because mlg just had to give up on the product for an entire year just because yeah. there was nothing there and like I mean, that, that trend has continued all the way to recently bro i like when you go dev to dev like Treyarch yeah. obviously gives a fuck when iw cycle rolls around it is chalked there's like no like initiative at all when it comes and, to and, the and think about it from the, the developer side too like if they don't like let's say they don't like or care about esports or this community at all or just the competition side they also look at it as a, a rev share loss on their end, right? Like if, if there's microtransactions involved for esports, you know, to some of these developers who don't care about esports, like it's it's a loss. There's there's lost revenue there, right? That's money mm -hmm. being spent on something that they have to give a rev share to somebody else. Like there's so many issues. Um, there's a lot of answers yeah. to your questions, Gator, that, if you can't tell. That part, no, 100%. That's why I wanted to ask. But that part is like what's always confused me because like they are really uninvolved in this entire side of the game so but there is money for them to be made like absolutely that they're not making in this side of the community so that's what i never understood why they won't just, it's just try and work with some they of they you just guys. don't care bro they just don't I mean, care I mean, they make so much money just yeah, making a new game every year it's just like to them it's yeah. not even worth their energy competitive cost yeah. is less than like one at, at the end of the day adam adam put it nicely like when it's a marketing exercise i mean the league would take what or the league or the, the function of the league is somewhere between probably like 10 to 20 mil they spend 100 plus mil probably marketing the game like that might be way yeah. off it could be it's way bigger 300 plus bro it's it's, 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 it's insane so dropping the bucket for in them and competitive god 
I think realigning it under the BU and then being as a market exercise, really trying to push the MTX around the teams and around champs, getting crowdfunding into champs, just that funnel participation. I think you'll like get growth and engagement and profitability will come with time. You don't Capitalizing need on the really bell now. curve that, that Adam mentioned yeah. as well. The, the problem, the problem is taking a random month break off. We've skipped a lot of steps. And I think that's like what Adam was talking about on the show. Is we, we tried to go zero to hero really, really fast. Really yeah. fast. It went, we just we, missed some shit in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. Good question. Those two. Yeah. Skeeter, yeah. thank Thanks, you so brother. much. Thank you so much for joining up. Thank you for your question, man. I appreciate you being in here, man. You have a, you have a good night. All right, bro. Yeah. You guys too. Thanks for having <laughs> me, boys. Yes, Keep sir. Coming, I, uh, thank you guys. I'm Can down. I shut someone out really quick? Yeah. We have the rotation rated us with uh, 100 plus viewers. Shout oh, hell yeah, man. Guys. Shout out w to the rotation. W Ray, man. Everybody show some love to the rotation for the raid. We appreciate that. You guys have been doing a phenomenal job on social, giving us all the news. <laughs> and, and running challengers tournaments while, you know, we were talking about challengers the lack of the first yeah, week. That too. They run like quite a few pub cups, so shout out to them. Yep, shout out to them, man. Shout out to the rotation. We'll do a couple more. We'll do two more questions. Uh, let's go away. Let me see here. Who's who's looking like they got a good... See, I said Skeeter was going to have a good question. Did I not yeah, say yeah. that? I said that. Yeah, ben, one. Ben, go ahead. Pick one, bro. I want... Hey, who's got a good question, Ben? Let's see if you got Why the... Why don't we pick a the... AC2210? AC221... AC where? Oh, here he is. It's I a young him. boy picture with a hat. Yeah. I invited him oh, to that's, speak. That's a dot, dot, dot for me. AC, AC, what's up, man? Yo, can you guys hear me? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. We hear you. What's going on? You got a question? Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, really quick, so uh, before I start, this is going to sound biased, but it definitely is. Uh, so I'm a Rocker fan, and this series I'm didn't sorry. really change much for me today. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Uh, it didn't really change much in terms of what I thought about the team already. It just kind of proved I was right about the things I already thought. Uh, Linz is a baby Hydra. How can they effectively this year like find a way to build around him to at least, you know, get some sort of uh, decent results. Get rid of everybody so on the team except for him. <laughs> yeah, so, but, so, so Chris, you're, you're, you're a challengers, uh, you're, you're a challengers guy. You know a lot about it. Like how, how would you construct this team if you were the GM? I mean, well, honestly, they missed their opportunity in the off season to get like damn near that whole you know, roster with Abuza, Linz, et cetera. Um, starting from the ground up right now. Fuck, dude. That's a lot, a lot of, uh, a lot I mean, of the only thing bro. you probably keep, the only person you probably keep on there right now is maybe like vivid. I actually think Lamar hasn't been playing terrible, but he's also just like, you know, not the greatest. You just know the ceiling though. And it's, it's like, just, you know, exactly. You, you know, the ceiling um, is good, bro. Now Lynch is actually pretty uh, he's good. Gross. Yeah, no, I don't know, bro. Gross. It's kind of hard. I, like I said, like I said, I think maybe if you want to keep one, if you were to keep somebody on the team, you'd keep vivid in Linz. Um, and maybe get some people from challengers to support him there. I mean, I just don't really do know of, where you would uh, what go, do you think man. Of Cruzy? What do you think of Cruz from challengers? Uh, I like Cruz a lot, um, but he's probably at least skill set wise, probably one of the worst on his team. Not that he's bad. I'm saying like in comparison to his teammates, Yeah. Um, but he is a good player. He's very good at search. Is he the only um, guy from Boston? No, no, no. Yeah, he's he Australian player that no, came over to play in Challengers. Yeah. Which, by the way, yeah. Craze was supposed to be Doug Sensor Martin's next best thing. He's go Doug was telling me that guy's going to the league 100% and this and that. And then they dropped him for Yeez. Who Yeez has been his... 
I feel like Yeezy's been making his mark in challenges for a while now. He's been... I see. I think you'd like keep Vivid, maybe bring in like somebody like I think Lunars is good. Um, or maybe like pick up uh somebody from the Phase Black team. Or maybe if you could get Nasty, you'd get Nasty and Vivid or Linz on the same team from uh Europe. Um, and then maybe bring in somebody that's like a veteran, something like uh Fellow or Brack. And then I don't know really you would go from there to be honest. No, but I don't know if, if you're looking I, at I got, challengers. I have bias and Asim, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say Phase Black. I, th I think the Phase Black guys ha have been really good, and I think Fellow's team as well, Chris. Has, has yeah, that's good. why I mentioned them both. That's why I say like Fellow. Um, I, I just there's something about Tyler Fellow and and like his teams. I feel like his teams are just always like you know on their bullshit. He, he, Tyler Fellow, he he every day in practice, he's he's gonna give it everything, you know. Like, you know um, I I also one hundred percent, but also like I mean, this is just a little bit off topic, but you gotta give yeah. a shout out to like the the people he's playing with, like uh, Yuli and Turiel. A lot of you people don't know Yuli as much as like you know you might because um he was only on London for a short time and they obviously didn't play well. But Yuli and Turiel are two players that I coached in Challengers, um, if you guys remember, and they are just a very they're very hard workers. They watch a ton of fucking bod. They sit there, they do a lot of research. Um, they're very systematic in terms of the way they approach the game and the way they look uh, look at the game. And, you know, Dave Paddy's on that team too. And he's also, you know, very nerdy in that aspect. So like, um, at least from Dave. Bellows' team perspective, like they work hard, bro. And like, they actually study the game. Like they don't just like sit there and scrim. So um, yeah, shout out to those guys for for the way they approach the game. Cause I think a lot of people could learn from that. They, 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 they work hard, man. They do. Oh uh, yeah. Well, AC, I appreciate you joining up and, and asking a question, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, bro. Happy birthday, man. Yeah, you too. Have a good night. <laughs> yeah, you wanted, too. I wanted to wait uh, until he 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 would um he finished, but Tom, you made me think of something which mm -hmm. I just I just rethought about. Yeah, and I feel old as fuck. So Yees grew up in Wilmington, North Carolina, and I went okay. to college at Wilmington, North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's a main street. It's called Market Street in Wilmington. Um, and I drove by a middle school. Yeez was in middle school. That's insane. So you when think was, you drove by Yeez? You think you were driving by Yeez just like he was just, just yeah. When I was just yeah. going out when, the, when the you playground, were winning like, chips, like, like sorry, and you're winning school, chips and he's on the playground, bro. You know what I'm saying? School, not middle school. Yeah, that's actually yeah, fucking that's insane. That's insane. So random. That is no, but yeah, like it's because I mentioned Yeez. Yeah, but that's crazy. You guys are from the same. You guys are from the same spot or what? Yeah, well, yeah, because I, I found out because in the very beginning of Cold War Challengers, I, yeah. I teamed with him for like a couple of weeks or a month or whatever. Yeah. And, and he told me, I was like, what the fuck? That's crazy. Like, That's crazy. That's the same, you're from the same town, basically. Yeah, no, I always get, uh, there's always some people from like your hometown that know about COD or like, no, you know what I mean? You always got like some of those people. I got, there's actually a lot of people from my hometown that love cod like love the cod space whenever i go back they'd be asking a bunch of questions but today i was getting a haircut and like i i uh, ended up having to do a walk-in because my barber canceled on me yeah and um i'm sitting there getting a haircut and he's like yo are you a streamer and i was like yeah i was like i play cod and he's like yeah yeah i think you look familiar and it's just so random and like i don't live in austin austin i live in like a town outside of it yeah so it's just like so weird when you get like recognized yeah, in people... like a way People, Wait. you you cap you were getting that low taper fade like ninja or what? The same barber, yeah, dude. New barber. No, a new barber, a new one. Oh, I, I thought you meant like you were going to your <laughs> same barber. Like, you never, no, 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 no. I'll be like, cap. Oh, you're a streamer. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, 
Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> uh, it's just w weird, bro. Cap, dude. Yeah, it's not cap. It's dead. Yeah, I'm dead serious. More. Let's do one more. Right now, <laughs> listen, right right now I'm looking Yo, Chris, at Zoop, man. I'm looking at Zoop, but Chris, you pick one. You pick one. W cap, pick a question. Oh, you want? Uh, yo, wait, wait. You want to pick Zoop? No. Wait, that's Zoop who I know. Yeah, let's pick Zoop. You know him or no? I don't. I, I don't know if that's him. I think it is. But oh, he's not raising his hand. No, he's not raising his hand. Oh, Zoo, raise your hand. raise your hand, man. Nah, it is, is Zoo. Please, is this, please get Zoo, bro. Is this our last question, Tom? He's a W yapper, dude. Yeah, I say we do one more. I say we do. He's one raising more. his How hand. Do he's raising his hand. He said, "I don't He's raising his hand. Get him in." I did. I invited him to speak. I invited him. Right, hey, Zoo, what up, man? It's good. What's up, man? You got a question or what, man? Yes, my question is. How will ranked handle the bands? What do you what do you mean by bands? <laughs> oh, four smokes, four trophies, high grin. Mm. Oh, well, I, well, I, got news, I got news for you, brother. Like, it's just, that's just that. well, okay. Look, you'll get to certain levels, and like by the middle of the seasons, like people will be mostly following the GAs. But unless stuff is restricted, no, they will not. Brother, there are not eight trophies shit. on the map at all times. No one's running any GA. Yeah, no yeah. a, lot, a lot of shit is not actually banned to CDL rule set right now, which people will attempt to run like a longbow, for example. So, so I tried to look at the game yeah. from an objective, objective standpoint of like the casual perspective and the pro perspective, because I think that's just how you should do it. Um, and I was like, oh, you guys should allow DDoS. Why? Because, well, it helps counteract trophies. And it's uh, we need a field upgrade that is worthwhile using that isn't just trophies you can argue dead silences but no you just run ninja or co cobra boots or whatever so basically there's no second field upgrade that's worth using that unlike mw2 where dead silence was op as fuck so you run into this issue where unless it's like somehow restricted everyone's just gonna run trophies Pros can't even follow GAs. You think rank play kids? Yeah, no. Nah, the, the GA I following yeah, I is tough. It's two just... pros aren't running dead silence and two aren't running trophies like Good thing, Pat. Like that's so simple to me. Dude, you disappointed me. I thought you were gonna ask a better question. Uh, no, it wasn't a better I question. I mean, also we gotta worry about cheaters as well. Yeah, me, me and him are friends, so I'm just fucking with them. Uh, I mean, I'll, I was thinking like maybe it could be like ban and protect or something, like something like that. Uh, yeah, that's what I said. I was like, imagine yeah, it's a uh, instead of that's instead of shit. instead of agent select, it's um, it's like a field upgrade select, yeah, right? Where you pick it. That would be kind of cool. I feel like that'd be really easy too. It just loads up. You have like ten seconds to choose, and then once you once somebody once your teammate chooses one thing, you can't choose it. Like you just gotta beat yeah, them to it. Once two trophies are chosen, you have to pick Betty. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. You you pretty much just have to beat them to it, or you're fucked. Um, and some people, I don't know. Some people might not want to run. I don't know. It gets gets a little complicated. I feel like because people run different perks and shit. Now that wouldn't really matter. Yeah, I guess you could. Yeah, the field upgrade would work, and the tacticals would work. I don't know. Yeah, it's something to look into. If if that's actually gonna happen, I feel like that's a stretch to be honest. But that would be dope. But Zoo, thank you for your question, man. I appreciate you. I would uh, just like yep. to Carolina need to, need to blow it up, by the way. Oh, These are oh, all Jesus things Christ. you do not have to worry about in Zoo Mafia Discord. It's hashtag ad. Exactly. Phenomenal. Plug, w plug. W plug. W plug. Also, shout out to Chandler for obviously he he has the Discord all organized, man. Chandler's just the Zumafi Discord go. He's got everything organized. He's he got everybody in the call and got all this stuff set up. The flank stage over here. So yeah, this Discord is crazy. Yeah, God, yeah. We yeah. got a like scrolling through. There's so much. We stuff. have uh, Discord just hit uh, over thirty thousand people, man. K. We're at thirty-two thousand yeah. people. So if you guys want to join in, there's a lot of stuff going on. I know Chandler. There, God, there's there's eights going on all the time, and there's I'm like an ELO system. Up, Tom. 50k into the 2024. 
<clears throat> you think so? 50K at the end of yeah, 2024? Yeah. We could yeah. definitely do that. We could definitely do that for sure. And then, Tom, and then when, when it hits 100K, a Zoom Mafia GTA 6 RP server. Damn, hey, Slay, let's talk off stream, oh, Slay. Let's talk <laughs> off stream because it might already be in the works. You know what I mean, oh, Pat? Shit. It might oh, already shit. be happening. Uh, we just got a little while to go. GTA 6 yeah, is sick. Yeah, you, know I mean? you guys want to do one more? Fuck it or no? Are you guys yeah, tired? Let's grab another one. You want to do one more? Okay, let's do you know one more. Let's do one more. Let's do let's do Frostbite. I feel like he's been patiently waiting. I don't know what the hell's going on in his in his avatar. I don't know what's really going on there. Frostbite, what's going on, man? Not much, nothing much. Yo, what's uh, uh what's your question, man? I had a little bit of preface question first. Are there four challengers teams from the franchise uh teams? Like so we have Boston Academy and then like Phase Black. But do we have like two more? Um, we've, we've had Minnesota in the past has done one. Too. London I mean, has. All of them stopped. Yeah, a lot, a lot of them stopped. Yeah. Ah, okay. And even plays question... black is Tommy's, right? Not necessarily Atlanta Face. Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> uh, my question was just going to be: um, Do you think for champs, uh, it'd be a good idea to adopt some kind of variation of the League of Legends uh, Worlds 2023 format? Like with the Swiss stage, so like More all plans? twelve teams can participate. Yeah, kinda. But like mainly like the uh, Swiss stage, and then that leads into like your quarters, semis, and finals. You're asking for Swiss and COD. I mean, it might get. We have all twelve teams in there, and it would solve like if you want to have four challengers teams up there. I think that the would make a... Swiss is an interesting format. Swiss also. Has some significant downsides. What is to, like, how does Swiss work? Broadcast and so basically Swiss is like yeah. Generally, it's win three before you lose two, or win three before you lose, uh, lose okay. three. All right. The problem yeah. is you have to wait for every match in each Swiss round to complete before you draw the rest of Swiss. So from a broadcast standpoint, from a scheduling standpoint, it, it it sucks a lot of time. And if anything gets delayed, the whole schedule gets thrown off. So if you've got a entire week, week and a half to run an event like the way that like CS does. Another esports thing, great, but if you've got like a four day event, it's just like very difficult to do. And didn't COD do Swiss at like a pro am or something? Wasn't there like a recent Swiss event or am I tweaking? I COD event at Swiss? No I don't remember. There that. was a, there was, was it the pro am? Oh, it actually last was year? the pro am. It was the pro am. It think. was, right? No, no, it that, was, that, was, that was not Swiss. No, we definitely had something where it was win two before you lose two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which is yeah, the main reason I was asking is because yeah. everybody talks about the three wins for a chip sort of thing. So, I mean, yeah. it would just extend out the uh, champs there and just give every team, even if you're top 12, and you get the chance to at least compete. Yeah. yeah. Here's what I would say, is especially because there's rumors of an off-season tournament this year, like, especially if it's 12 plus, like, maybe six, maybe eight more teams, Swiss is not that bad. If they've got a week and a half to run that event, you want to do a really fair group stage going to a bracket like Swiss is great if you got we a need lot of pool play, 16 team double a limb with grand finals being a best of 11 continuation <laughs> period no best of nines no 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 fucking uh round one buys no veto advantages none of that bullshit yeah that doesn't sound no that bad no starts the 1 0 star had to be the worst idea ever. I hated that. I just feel oh, like no, starting a series stuff. up 1 0 is just so fugaze. It just sounds so dumb. But, yo, thank yeah, you for your question, great. Frostbite. I appreciate you, man. Yeah, no worries. You guys have a good night. Yes, sir. Later, you buddy. too, man. Thank you so much for joining in.
All righty, man. Okay. I think that's going to do it for the community questions. Uh, I wish we could get to everybody, but, uh, you know, it's been a long day. I think we're going we're gonna to cut it there. Ah, uh, they're calling for one more. They want one more. Was that not a no, good question? No, I, I think we should have did. That was I, a good question. I think that was a good question as well. People were saying L question. I thought it was a great question, guys. I thought that it was, was a good question. question. Uh, ben, sing us out with a pop. Uh, hey, get you. us out of here, bro. Sink us out, man. Sink us out. Do what you do. It's Benjamin Nassim. Another day in the office. Look at this guy. This guy's an absolute animal. Let me let me drag this out so you guys can see the whole hole. You know, any day now, Ben. Any day now. I gotta I gotta move the camera. I gotta make sure you can see it. It's like... all right. It's all right. It's all right. Chris, you look like you're lounging out. You got your feet kicked up. What do you think is going on here, Chris? You think he's making this Fucking or what? Fucking whiffing again, bro. Like. Yeah, I think he's going to Ben hasn't had socks he's, on in four days. He's been getting cooked. Yeah, yeah, where's this all his socks at, bro? He doesn't have any socks? Oh, Yo, he sinks it nice and easy. This, oh, oh, he sinked it. He sinked it bro, bro, put some slippers on. The disrespect. Put some fucking fucking yoke. Sit down, Ben. I hear the shit all the way from here. The disrespect. Yeah, it sucked my dick. <laughs> I hear you on all sucking right, dick. Man. All right, take it easy. Okay, listen, guys. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube at anchor.fm slash the flank to check out all the audio sites we're on. Go follow at the flank on Twitter. Girls doing a phenomenal job Oof. running socials. As always, take care, brush your hair, and we'll see you guys next time on another episode of the flank, man. Take it easy, guys. Take it easy. Take it easy. Carolina need to blow.